Hey everybody, welcome to Bike Racing Weekly. We are back in the podcast studio here to talk about all things bike racing. And I'm here with uh, my co-host. Hey guys, it's Ryan here and we are also... Uh, we're here with a special guest this there week. There it is. There it is, that's what we're meaning to say. Um, <laughs> special guest, this is Anna. Anna, we won't say your last name because we haven't even said our last names. No. How's, how's it going, Anna? It's good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and Anna Anna is a uh, new bike racer, new to bike racing. Mm-hmm. Anna, you just got your first road bike a little while ago too, right? I did, a couple months ago. Cool. So it's always fun to have people on here with some fresh perspectives, some interesting takes. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. So we're going to pick your brain later and see how you, how everything is going with biking because you just started bike racing. I America. did. When was your last race? Wednesday. Wednesday. My yep. first one too. First one. So we'll talk a little bit about that today. Uh, Ryan, what else are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk practice crits because... That's right. Rick and I had a pretty good experience yesterday. And practice crits in general too. Just t- you know, talk about them. I, I like them. I'm fun. starting to get yeah. They're, they're I'm always starting to like them more than actual races. Oh, hot take. Okay. Yeah. I mean, ten dollars for two races. That's true, and it's just super relaxed. Super relaxed. Lots of fun. Really good course. We'll get into that. Yeah, a little it's a great later. course. Uh, yep. And then after that, we're going to talk about Anna and her first race. We got some mountain bike talk. Yeah, mountain bike. We got some race nutrition talk. Some race pacing talk, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Toad. That's coming up Toad, pretty soon. A.K.A. the Tour of America's Dairyland, which is one of the coolest week-long crit series, or even really race series, in America. Maybe mm-hmm. the world. I don't know. but Could be in the world. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Oh, All right. yeah. Well, just just to say it as well, Anna is, right now is repping a Tour of America's Dairyland oh, Dairy crew shirt. Which which mm-hmm. you'll be racing a day or two this year, right? A day? Yeah, one day. I think Downer. Yep. Downer Avenue. Downer what Avenue. A, what a crazy first, you know, USA cycling race to do. Official right? crit is Downer Avenue. So that'll be exciting. A lot of fun. Oh, yes. So... While we're on the topic of you racing bikes, why don't we talk a little bit about your bike race yesterday? So this was your first race. It was. And you went with us to the um, the Madison Practice Crits, which yep. is put on by a local club, Brazen Dropouts. Shout out to that club, Brazen Dropouts. They put on an awesome, uh, it's like a bi-weekly series in the, the bi-weekly summer. series held at the... Madison International Speedway. Yes, and they put which on... Which is not even in Madison or an International Speedway. <laughs> but there, it, there's a racetrack there. There's a racetrack And there. we raced bikes on it. Yep. And then how it is, is it's horseshoe... Ra- uh, so it's got the full loop. Yeah. But then they have like a horseshoe in the middle. And so with that horseshoe thing there, they can kind of uh, make their race course kind of go in and out of the racetrack. So every single week, they kind of make the course a little bit different. Uh, it's pretty simple, you know. They just take cones and mark off where you turn. Yeah, when we raced yesterday, I I came to the track and I was fully expecting it to just be kind of on like an oval, like doing the racetrack. But they integrated the infield. It was actually like a really mm-hmm. technical yeah. track. We actually came out of the infield and went up a banked turn. Yeah, they, like a the one turns yeah. are super banked. <laughs> yeah, so that was so they use those banked turns as like little hills and. They're pretty good kickers. It was like a mix between a cross race and yeah. a crit, yeah. which was kind of neat, I guess. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I really like them is mm-hmm. those bank turns. Like, 
it's almost like racing on a uh, it, it's very similar to a just a, a track race thrown with a few more turns in it it was like the super velodrome yeah super velodrome yeah, there you go super velodrome except the only thing about those races is that the the like asphalt itself is so bad yeah I was expecting yeah. like perfect tarmac I was so excited no. I was like, cracks. oh yeah there was cracks everywhere my and those are deep cracks yeah my tire was like skipping super all over deep cracks yeah so that was a little bit sketchy at times but overall we had a good time um, Anna, how, how like was it fun? Did you have a good it time was, racing? It was. Yeah, I did. you had a good time. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you there was two races yesterday. There's uh, the B race to start out, and that's kind of pretty much anybody can do that race. Even like people that are doing the A race. I was going to talk about this too. Okay. Because I it, it kind of really bothered me yesterday. It wasn't so bad uh, the last time I did it, but. A lot of the guys who are racing A's, they might not be like the better A racers, but a lot of the guys who are are trying to be competitive competitive in both the B and the A race, and that just kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. You should choose one or the other. Yeah. So I did the B race yesterday. Yeah. And uh, basically, what I did during the race was I just sat in like mm-hmm. a couple times. I took like a pull on the front. I never attacked. I never like you know tried to like just like crack the whip and like break up the field yeah but i just like you know pulled through kind of kept the pace up a little bit and then when it was time to sprint at the end on like the last lap i just pulled off yeah and yeah. i let everybody you know because that's like, what you're supposed to do yeah because i'm there to really do the a race you're just supposed to be if you're going to do the b race and then try to be competitive in the a race you're just pack fodder yeah you're just there to be, make the field bigger it's kind of a, a pre-ride to warm, warm up. up the legs and stuff yeah exactly just get a little extra time in, and it's, it's also ten dollars for both races right you're not paying extra but then i saw so many people who were trying to just gun it in the b race and then doing that again in the a race yeah like the b race is for the guys who can't compete in the a race i mean the categories really come together as like Okay, so the B race theoretically should be um, cat four five, cat fours, cat fives, women in that field, mm-hmm. and then maybe like a couple cat threes, but really cat threes should be in the A race. So the A race, yeah, is like cat, if you're a cat three, yeah. you're just pack fodder. Yeah, the the B race, cat one, two, and three is pretty much the A race, yeah. and especially the race, the fields weren't super strong in the A race, so. Anybody, I think most most people that were like competing in the B race for the win could definitely have at least sat in and like not gotten dropped on the A race. Yeah, but I mean, right off the back, like when uh, I, I see like guys who I know are who are going to try to do well in the A race go off the front, like right away in the race. Yeah, and that's see, I don't like that either too because like if you if you're going to do the A race, like if you want to be competitive, I think the number one rule is like. Okay, well, at least don't try to get people in the B field dropped. Like, yeah. if you hammer off the front the first lap, all that's going to happen is people that are, like, actually there to do mm-hmm. a B race, mm-hmm. they're going to get, like, dropped. Or just try they, out racing because it's a practice crit. Right, because mm-hmm. everybody kind of, you know, like, that's the way lower category racing usually goes. Everybody kind of freaks out when somebody goes off yeah. the front and they just put in, like, their, you know, biggest gear and stomp as hard as they yeah. can to bring it back. All right, that's my rant about okay, that. Okay, your rant, rant's over. Just wanted back, to rant about that. Back to, back to Anna. Anna, so um, when you were racing yesterday, like... Obviously, this was your first race, mm-hmm. kind of a new experience. Like, can you tell us a little bit about like how how it was racing in a field, like in a pack, pretty much? Like, because you don't have a lot of group riding experience. No, normally I just ride with Ryan. So yeah. normally. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So and I just started two. drafting last week. So okay. um, <laughs> it was good. I was afraid. I just say to the back right away because I was afraid of clipping in. Mm-hmm. This is probably only like my. I've probably clipped in less than ten times actually on the road. Very easy to get that wrong in a race. Because normally I do trainer road, so I it's very easy to clip in when I'm on a stationary of course. bike. So I was afraid of clipping in, but I got clipped in right away, and then I kind of just followed Ryan and. Solid, solid. I'm yeah, right. You stayed Ryan. back with me, so. <laughs> Ryan, you were kind of like, not like, like kind of like just staying with Anna and yeah, I just making sure her. everything was like going okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. if anything, I mean, we tried to stick with the group when we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, I just kind of gave her a, a wheel to hang on so she could just follow my line through all those turns and, and practicing then, the cornering because normally yeah. we go on backcountry yeah. roads and we just go straight forever. Yeah, so. yeah, and that's that's something that's really unique in what you're doing not a lot of even like racers periods start out with crits a lot of people start with like their local group rides at the shop and then maybe they'll try like a road race and like a crit is actually kind of like the last thing people usually get to because mm-hmm. there's so many corners and it's really technical so like kudos to you like it's it's a lot of work to like get to that point to even like toe the line to a race mm-hmm. how was like the cornering aspect of it not too bad. The day before, we went out and we only did corners. Only oh, so we went so out for like forty-five minutes and we only did corners. That's good. So <laughs> we made sure that we had that. So I was I was more comfortable. That last uh, the one last turn on that hill was a little. I wasn't expecting that at first one. Yeah, I kind of got up to it. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna have to really drop my gears. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make it up. <laughs> yeah, for so sure. So I took it a little wider on the next ones because it was a little less of a steep afterwards. But definitely, yeah. And then that tar was not hanging up on those cracks, so... Right. Right on the hill when you came up, so it's like... Yeah, not only was it your first race, it was, uh... It was, like, a really technical course, too. So... That was pretty... That was pretty technical. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, like, a four-corner crit is definitely... So you're gonna do the Downer... Downer Avenue Classic. That's a traditional four-corner criterion. Mm -hmm. With one sharp turn. Yeah, with one kind of sharper turn. But that's a lot easier to actually, like, sit in the field and, Mm -hmm. like ride at the back and pace through mm-hmm. um especially you know like you're going to be doing the women's uh three four and five race yes. correct yes i thought i didn't think they had women's fives um technically there isn't a women's five race you can i th- i thought they think, it only went one through four it might be but um, i i th- like i want to say it's three four fives yeah see five, that's i so, i want to say like Cat fives for women is like new this year. It might be. I think. I think it might be new. Yeah. Um, it's it's always kind of like weird with the women's categories because they basically break it up depending on like what the race is and what the participation is. So mm-hmm. um, at our local races, sometimes it's cat one through five. Like I've done a couple local races in like Wisconsin where there was pretty much just I think one women's category race, and I think. Maybe two. Maybe there might have been two, but you know, as opposed to like, Cat Anna's five, got some thoughts on that. Four, by the way, three and then one, two for guys. What, Anna, are, you, do you what are your thoughts on categories? Yeah. Well, I think if the guys are split up, the girls should be split up. Maybe race them together, but don't have them compete against each other. So this is like what... race them at the same time, but the prizes can be separate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay, this okay. this was her quarrel. Oh, with, with like the race yesterday. With oh no no, no so no, no, no. yesterday was fine. Oh, okay. So with less categories for women. Mm-hmm. So say for men at Toad, they have essentially three different races, excluding masters. Yeah. So <laughs> excuse me. And then uh, what she's saying is, you're either in the pro race or you're in the three four race. But if you're just starting out, you're racing with people who are trying to become pro. 
and but who aren't at the cat two level yet who mm-hmm. are trying to get points. So yeah, I understand that. So what she's saying is if you're going to put those, because that's going to be a pretty wide spectrum mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. skill. If you're going to do that, at least split up, you know, cat four and cat three, at, like, on so the, like on the standard. On the, yeah. yeah. Like and race I, them together. If they need the field to be together, that's, yeah. like, that's one thing if they need a bigger field. But if you're going to split up prizes, don't have mm. the fives and the threes or the fours and the threes go against each other. Just because so, that's going to be a really wide spectrum of it, skill. I'd agree. And I thought they used to do that. I thought they still do it where, at least I know in the guys, like, so in the cat, like, so we're going to race the cat two, three mm-hmm. category this year. There is a a cat two overall, so like basically you yeah. you can either win that entire series in that category, and there's also a category three. Right oh, do there. they do that? They do it every year. It yeah, looked like like the and daily ones they weren't separated, but then there was the overall, an overall was separated. Oh, but yeah. it's like if I can make one race, well then I'm. Yeah, not a lot of people can do the overall, or at least right. You, know, you can't get to all the races to. Mm-hmm. if I'm working. Or yeah, yeah. For women racers, it's definitely hard being that you basically are. It's either okay, you do the pro race, or you, or you do the <laughs> not pro race, yeah. but you're yeah. so fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. The, yeah. So I, I feel you, but you're gonna be fine, Anna. You're gonna smash everybody <laughs> at a uh, downer. She's, She's doing gonna, well. She, oh yeah, uh, for sure. When she first started a few months ago. Her FTP was like 25, and now it's like 120, 125. Nice. So it's only gone up mm-hmm. six times, five, five yeah. or six just times. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you definitely Getting more comfortable. Improved. This week, I probably felt the most comfortable on my bike. Solid. Solid. So otherwise, I was falling mm-hmm. over in the parking lot a couple times. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think are like the most important things for new racers to like really focus on when they're starting out and like starting to ride and race? I would say... Like, when you're clipping in, don't think too much about it. Because when you overthink it, you go down. (laughs) So, okay, Anna's advice, don't think too hard about anything. No. Especially clipping in. And clip out, like, 20 feet before the steps. Yeah. (laughs) She's she's gotten uh, tied up on on clipping before and clipping in. And it has, it's been in the parking lot when I just have nowhere to turn and I'm doomed and I just go down. Well, you know... (laughs) Flipping in is definitely one of those skills you just gotta learn when you're a beginning cyclist. That that was kind of one of the thing that, too, with like riding with her, you know, I don't think about unclipping. No, you get to the point where it doesn't even like cross your mind. Where, so we'll go like, slow, you, and I'll be yeah. like, okay, are we unclipping? Nope, we're not at unclipping. Face <laughs> and I'm like falling. I'm like, I need to unclip. I can't. Yeah, well, yeah. She eventually. needs she needs time to unclip. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I I definitely did when I started, but that was four years ago. Yeah, yeah, eventually you get to the point, just and you'll the get to that. You'll get there too, where you just don't even think about it. You just yeah. you have to mm-hmm. stop, and you put a foot down, and you pull it out really quick. I just yeah, I unclip, and then I go the opposite way instead of the way that I unclip. So then I yeah. just yeah. Well, Anna, we're gonna keep <laughs> checking in with you how your season is going, how your journey Sounds is going. Good. The next big thing is a downer for you, so yep. we'll have like a post downer. I think mm-hmm. we're doing uh, one more practice. Yeah, yeah, we got one more practice. Oh, we got another practice script. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how that, that goes then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how that the, goes. Uh, practice crit is the week that Toad starts. I'm honestly more excited for those. I love it. There's so much. They have, fun. I think they have fun. a series. Okay. I, okay. Let's talk a little bit more about the practice crit. I yeah, because yeah, yeah. we still gotta yeah, talk yeah. about our race. Yeah. So first off, I looked up my race from two weeks ago that I did. Yeah. And they even put on their like Facebook because they posted to Facebook. Uh huh. They even put. Yeah, these the, these standings are probably very incorrect. <laughs> and I got um, fifth, and because you know they let the lapped riders jump back in. Yeah, and there was which is nice. They put like I took fifth, 
and they put two Cat 5 riders before me. Oh, okay. So you got third last week. No, I got, two weeks ago. I got seventh. Oh, okay. <laughs> On the standings, it says seventh. I actually got fifth, yeah. but then they put two lapped riders be- between me and fourth. Yeah. Uh, no, three guys. Wait, how? See, so, yeah, so five... So, yeah, five they, they put people. Yeah, in five and six. Okay, five and they put uh, two cat five riders and five and six. who got lapped. Well, okay. at one point they didn't change the lap until after we passed because normally it was changed before, and then all of a sudden didn't change until after we passed. They and do I was it. Like, Wait. Yeah, so <laughs> when we <laughs> we're like two laps behind. <laughs> yeah, so when they everybody's on the same lap. So mm-hmm. if you get lapped, yeah. you're sti- you're one lap down. Okay. You're, you you do the same there. amount of laps as the group does. So if you get lapped on when you were had ten to go, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you have eight to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but normally have, they change it as the group was coming up, but then they didn't until after. That happens sometimes. Yeah, like, <laughs> they, sometimes they forget to change the board. Sometimes they take too many laps away. <laughs> it's yeah, we've seen a lot yeah. of stuff. It was so, fun though. So in our race, in the A race, Rick and I took second and third, and two and three. Yep, I I took third <laughs> and you took second. Yeah. It yeah. was uh so it was a really good race. It started out uh pretty aggressive actually. Mm-hmm. I think there was maybe like fifteen people in our race. I thought there was more. Maybe there was more. A, there was more. It's, there started with more. It was okay, fun to started, watch. Yeah. There's a lot more. And it, I think that's okay, that's the best part about the practice crits is that and nobody really cares that much, so everybody is like pretty darn aggressive. Like I wanted to say there was like twenty or twenty five. Are you really okay? Yeah. At least twenty Solid. I think. Um, but yeah, so everybody is like pretty mm-hmm. aggressive in the race. Like, right from the gun, people were attacking off the front. People would counter. I think, in fact, I think everybody went like a little too hard in the first part of the race because when probably the last fifteen minutes rolled around, nobody was really mm-hmm. like feeling like doing anything. Oh, I felt I felt pretty good that yeah. entire race. Ryan, you spent like a good five or six laps yeah. off the front, which was pretty impressive because. I don't even remember how you got your gap. Did you do like a soft roll uh, off the front? Or? No, uh, we there was a preem lap, and oh, we that's were right. half chasing someone who went off the front, but they weren't really trying that hard. Yeah, and so when we went around that uphill bend, and then that went to the finish line. Yeah, I started to kind of go to because the guy who went off like was soft pedaling at that point. So I'm like, maybe I can catch him. So I kind of started to really pick up the pace into like a semi sprint. And when I realized I couldn't catch him, but then I realized I had a pretty good gap. And I think it's that, that, like, I'll just yeah. keep going. At that moment too, it was a preem lap. So typically like as the preem lap rolls yeah. through, everybody kind of sits up like mm-hmm. a little bit. Cause they're like, okay, we're going to come back together. And you just kind of kept going Yeah, and you had like a... At one point, you had like a quarter lap gap, I think. Yeah, and, and I you, felt you pretty much really good. held it for five or six laps, and I think that's like, that's the importance of not like just having a gap. Like if you want to make a move or get off the front, like it doesn't matter how hard you think you have to go. Like if you can get the gap easiest as possible and just get the gap to start with, it kind of like neutralizes that really hard mm-hmm. acceleration of chasing. Because there was a couple times throughout the race that. Like, I would be in a move, or we would both be in a move, where it looked really good, but it, the gap just wasn't quite big enough to yeah, where the field, yeah. the field could sniff it out, and they could, like, just close it really quick. Because once you get that gap, everyone kind of has that hesitation of, well, I don't want to be the first one to try to chase right, it down. Right, to chase it down. You right. know? And so, it ta- there was definitely that, like, hesitation of, who's going to be the first one to chase it down? Are we going to chase it down? 
so I got a pretty big gap right away and then you guys started to chase me and then I was explaining to Anna in, uh, this in the car I could definitely tell there was a point where uh, you kind of started to get closer to me mm-hmm. and then we'd hit like a technical part where I would just hammer it yeah and then the pack kind of let up because they were like oh he's just gonna come back in right but on those spots where they kind of mentally think oh he's just we're gonna pull him back in here yeah and then I just kind of went and everyone kind of let up a little bit I then got another like gap like that and that's where you can really yeah I kind of felt like I I was able to keep it going that's where you can really hurt the field like that's why I love technical courses Mm -hmm. because even though you were out front like putting in a ton of work like it took a ton of energy to like chase you down because yeah we'd get into these uh technical areas and you know everybody's got to like go relatively slow through because mm-hmm. we're chasing like it's not one person just riding off the front so it was just hard to chase through those certain areas but yeah but if you were off the front that was if where... you're off the front you're just keeping the power nice and yeah. steady and mm-hmm. like so yeah i mean it took a lot of energy to get you back yeah um, so with like so that was probably like the first 20 minutes of the race so it was just like Bam, 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 mm-hmm. attack, attack, attack. And I attacked later in the race when mm-hmm. they, I did, I think I went off uh, a little bit before they posted the number of laps. I think I did two or three laps before they posted, and I think I got caught with 12 or 13 to go. Yeah, and yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, it was aggressive. I yeah. I made a move with one of the, one of the kids from Brazen is like a, just super like diesel. Like he can, yeah. he is yeah. just like such like a, like a, you know, just put the pedal down mm-hmm. and like ride away from everybody with like 20 laps to go. Um, and I, I ended up like bridging to him at one point and I made the move and I was like, all right, this is it. Like, yeah, there <laughs> we're was, just going to go yeah. to the line. But I think people, I think people might know who he is because it seemed mm-hmm. like everybody chased it down like right away. Shut that down. Yeah. There was one point where uh, you went off with someone else and I just sat at the front and I kind of did a like a 20 mile per hour pace uh-huh. where I knew where I knew like two more guys went around me mm-hmm. and I just kind of kept a pace that was slow enough to where you guys could kind of slowly get away and then around one of the technical around the technical uh, uphill as we were going as we were going in it, I know all the guys behind me were like slowing down. So all of a sudden, like, right when we get there, I did a big kick mm-hmm. and made a huge gap and caught up to you guys. Yeah, because you bridged our you bridged our group. Yeah. And at one point. Because the I guy behind me was huffing and puffing. Yeah. And I'm like, he's not going to be able to respond. And we and he's going to slow the rest yeah. of the group down. So I think we were like really close to getting a, a nice six-man group. Yeah. To work, and then but... like two or three guys were just not going to work at well, all. They were tired. Yeah. And part of the problem was by the time you guys got to us, we kind of thought we were done. Like, because oh. we... Like we we had been we could see everybody like just like coming really hard behind us and we were working okay together. I mean the guy was taking I was kind of like gas because yeah. I bridged so there was he, a few he flipped guys. me by and I didn't have it like for a mm-hmm. couple more seconds until I could come through. Yeah, I saw a, f- a few of those guys were huffing and puffing in that. Yeah, well but I I seriously thought that that was gonna get away. Yeah, that so was gonna be the thing to. Th- that was exciting and yeah. then eventually last lap last we'll lap so last lap. so it comes down to a field sprint mm-hmm. and with one lap to go i i had for the last couple of laps like last three laps i had just been kind of like surfing the front because i knew it was super technical and i didn't want to get swarmed so i was just and i i was like relatively fresh like i, I felt like i wasn't like dogging it so i just thought okay i'm gonna sit on the second wheel for the last three laps and just keep surfing wheels and that worked pretty well with one lap to go. 
there was one guy that was just super strong, and I, I don't know. I guess he just wanted. I don't to, know who that guy was. I, yeah, I don't either. But I guess he just wanted to lead it out. Um, so he just sat sat on the front and set like a pretty high pace. And I think originally his plan was is I'm going to set the pace so that and then once we get to the uh, that turn yeah the uphill turn which goes to the finish line mm-hmm. that's where I'm going to make my move. Maybe yeah, but he, I'm going to be the first one out of that corner. And I think thought I thought that was his original plan. I think he he kind of made like a a bit of an acceleration on that last lap, mm-hmm. and I think he just put his head down and figured that he kind of rolled off. I was on his wheel, but you know, hey, if if mm-hmm. you've only got one person on your wheel going into the last lap, that's not bad. Yeah, and then the guy went off. Yep, went so, off the right side. The guy from Brazen. Yeah, so it was crazy because the, so one of the riders from the Brazen Dropouts team he attacked like with exactly one lap to go, went mm-hmm. over the top, and he dangled in front of us. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, he okay, let me, let me just say, let me let me like say that that was a f- like fantastic flyer. That was. He got like a super, he didn't get like a crazy hard gap, but mm-hmm. I mean, he played that really well because who's going to chase that down? The guy that was in front of me, yeah. the first wheel, he was... He was the one he everyone was thought it. was going to chase it down, yeah. and he just got gassed. Well, he just, yeah, he didn't have enough juice to, like, close the gap. He kind of kept the same mm-hmm. gap the entire time. The kid was probably only five bike lengths ahead of us the entire yeah. time. Like, he was within, like, striking distance. Anybody could have closed that gap, but it was the mm-hmm. last lap, and nobody wanted everyone to. Everyone thought he was going to die, yeah. and we are just going to bring him back in. Yeah. And he, he just, he that spacious never decreased. So on the last half a lap, we come into the technical section. I'm still sitting second wheel. Mm-hmm. And on the back stretch, you made a great move. You oh, just you went see straight how, to the front. Yeah, the guy you were sitting on, yeah. I could see how tired he was. Yeah, and then I thought, head. if I just make a hard attack, nobody's people yeah. are, nobody will be able to stay on me. And I followed your wheel. When you went around him, I followed mm-hmm. your wheel. But that went straight into this like up, yeah. uphill on the bank. And then you do essentially a 180, and you you roll down the side of the track into the finishing stretch, which, you know, hindsight being 20-20, no matter how bad of a sprinter you are, as long as you're the first person down that bowl, you're going to win the sprint, because you're going like 35 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. You're you're already up to speed. So you basically, I'm on your wheel going up the hill, you you turn before me, and you're gone, because you hit the downhill. So I come in... And you didn't see, but we had put a gap on everyone else behind us. I figured, because oh, when yeah. you came flying you by... You guys didn't have a good gap. When you came flying by me, no, like I didn't fight for your wheel at all. I just followed it. Yeah. So I figured, like, okay, nobody must be behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, that felt pretty good, actually. I was yeah. surprised with how well we did in that race. Well, at least, I don't know about you, but... Like, yeah, I... I I was a little disappointed because I feel like you were pretty close. To we one. could we have we won. We first, definitely first, could have first won. through third. It could have gone like if one of us just would have closed the gap. Yeah, we could. That's, have. That would have been the person yeah, that, that would have won been it. first place. Yeah. Um, so that kind of, I, I kind of you know I'm a little disappointed about that. Yeah. But overall, was, second place you can't really second and third place you can't really be yeah. disappointed with that. I, I typically we also, got the same water bottle as he did. You, yeah. <laughs> Right, same water bottle and Cliff Bar, right? And Osmo women specific. Uh, oh yeah, I actually water got water mix. Well, I actually got this the men specific water. Oh, mix. I got women specific. That's what you get for getting second place, right? Yeah, first loser, <laughs> first loser. Um, so yeah, that was a blast. Uh, we're definitely gonna be there again in two weeks to do the same race. Oh yeah, super excited for that. Mm-hmm. Anna, you're gonna be back. Um, I experienced someone drafted on me too. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. A guy was, drafted on her. And I, like, her I like moved over because I thought he was going to pass us. I'm like, oh, Ryan, there's someone coming. So I moved over and all of a sudden, like, I could just, like, I could only see his shadow. And he moved right behind me. I'm like, okay, he's not. Just like <laughs> sat on yeah, her for like the last half I of the was like, we're the last people in this race. I'm like, I'm going to fall. If, I, if anyone's going to fall off their bike during this race, it's me. So and he's going down behind me. I don't know what that guy was thinking, Anna, because you're about like four foot and 90. <laughs> two pounds not actually that size but like you're tiny so i don't know who's gonna get a draft off you <laughs> like i'm i'm 5'8 and, and 140 pounds and i often get complained that i have no draft mm-hmm. so i was just very confused that wasn't what's happening i was like why is he so close to my tire i don't feel comfortable just like anytime somebody's drafting off you just turn around hey, i kind of was i was like stop. i was like why are why are you continuing to be so close to me we're on the last lap we are in last place <laughs> Well, it'll be it'll be fun to come back, but I think we should move on to the next topic. Our next thing we were going to talk about is I did a mountain bike race last I week. I did a mountain bike race. Yeah, so I'm trying to get a series overall in the Wisconsin Off-Road Series. Yes. So I had my first race last weekend at my local track, Camrock, in Cambridge. And we'll that's local. one of my... <laughs> it's close enough. One of my favorite places to uh, just mountain bike at. It's a good good place. I used to live in Cambridge. Yeah. yeah. I took thirty-fifth out of sixty-five in Not my bad. first in my first elite race. Yeah, that's that's which with, is with some pros. Yeah. There was some, some real uh, there was yeah. real pros. <laughs> there was eight pros there, full time athletes. Yeah. That's right. Wow. So like you could kind of almost subtract they do. spots. They do actually. They do. They okay. do. Um they give you three different standings. They give you age group overall and overall excluding pros. Oh, okay. So I took 35th overall and 27th without pros. That's solid, right? So you get so for the series overall, you actually get scored without the pros. So you got 25th out of 25. Yeah, 27th out of Yeah, 27th out of uh 57 or 58. So do you have any takeaway? I mean, this was kind of your first, like, elite race. Yes, yes. First elite race. Yeah, first one that you didn't, like, get a mechanical in. Yeah. Um, the big the big thing I took from it was I paced it perfectly, I thought, mm-hmm. for myself. Um, I felt, when I crossed the line, like, I felt like I put out the perfect amount of energy throughout the race. Yeah. All, almost all my laps were the same exact time. They were because I was timing them on yeah. my water bottle handoff. And in the last <laughs> half mile, I made up seven spots. That's Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's really hard to do. Because it's a big... It, so in the last half mile, they bring you up five switchbacks, mm-hmm. bring you down the hill, and then back up the hill, then down it, and then up it to the mm-hmm. finish line. And this is in within like a half mile. You're doing like a crazy amount of climbing, and that just killed people, especially because oh, yeah. so many people just hammer it in the first two laps mm-hmm. and then just try to survive the last two. I think people get really caught up because they want it. so there's there's always like a lead group in these things, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really hard because you want to make the lead group in most of these events because they're especially in mountain biking. There is like a little bit of drafting, you know, you yeah. hit the double track and you're out in the open. You can watch lines. Yeah, you can watch lines. And I mean, you got, if you want to win the race too, you've got to be in the front. So, um, you know, staying with a lead group is definitely a good strategy at the same time. Theoretically, if you want to run the fastest race, you would pace it pretty much evenly. Yeah. And that's, that's what I tried to do because you, if you blow up, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to take essentially a lap, 
maybe half a lap to recover and kind of get back on your game. Yeah, and that was kind of the thing I wanted to talk about with this. It's regarding pacing is I feel like with mountain bike racing, it is so common where people are like, you know, you have to gun it at the beginning uh-huh. and then just like and then just hammer it throughout the race. And then you kind of just start slowly just bogging yourself down until eventually it's just then you just survive the last lap. Well, what is your thought then on like getting caught behind slow people in the single track, though? Um because that's the big that's the big argument as to so why you need a gun in the beginning. You need so a, personally, I actually almost prefer to chase people in the single track. Yeah, that almost motivates me when you can see someone up the trail, mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, that's my next goal is just to pass them. But did you ever get caught behind somebody that was slowing you down in the single track? That's the big. That's the great thing about elite is mm-hmm. that it, you don't really get slowed down. Mm-hmm. So I never really got stuck behind someone. Or at least some. you never really got stuck behind somebody that was mm-hmm. way less technically proficient than you were. Yeah, I never really did. Okay. And if if I did, uh, you, I just said, hey, could I get a pass? And most people, I mean, very rarely is someone not going to let you pass. I think when you and start getting someone, in like If top. someone was like, I don't, if someone's going to be like that, I should <laughs> say, if someone's going to be like that, then I'm going to get aggressive with it. If it's like, if you're not going to let me pass, then I'm going to just pass you in my own opportune way. I think when you start getting, and this is coming from somebody that's not a, really a mountain biker, when you start getting closer to the front of the race, that's when people are closer. More equal skill level. Well, not, yes, more equal skill level technically, but like they're closing the door on you. Like yeah. nobody's mm-hmm. letting you by in the top 10, right? It doesn't yeah. matter how fat, how much faster you are than that person. Mm-hmm. You've got to work to get around people. You've got to make new lines, get yeah. around in the double track. But so, if you're out of if you're outside of top twenty, people are kind of chill about. People it. People are going to be a little bit more chill. I'd imagine, yeah. Like if somebody, you know, like yeah, if I wasn't like contending for the money spots, you know, who cares? Like the guy's obviously mm-hmm. trying to get around me. If I can't pass him the double track, I don't deserve to be in front of him. Yeah, you had that on the single track. Hmm. You had that. Had what? Someone let you pass you because they were dead. Oh yeah, no, I had a bunch of people. I well, if somebody, a bunch of people if somebody blows up, they should definitely buy. Like, yeah, how crappy yeah. would that be if you come up on somebody that's just soft pedaling? And I got can't uh, go by. I only got technically, I only got passed by one person in the race. That's pretty solid. But they definitely, I knew that because I had actually just passed them about half a lap before that in yeah. the climbing section because this this course is like half very flow like flat mm-hmm. and then the other half is super technical uphill type stuff yeah he passed me on the super flat area and he's just hammering it and i just maintained my own pace and he actually got a pretty big gap on me but i thought no like as long as i just stay within this kind of range here mm-hmm. i'm not really gonna push it he's gonna blow up i guarantee it and then literally i made in you know about 10 minutes we came back together because he just started just sl- getting slower and slower and slower. And then right when we were about to hit the uphill section, I'm like, can I get a pass? And then never saw him again. Yeah. So, like, you do, like, ra- road racing and mountain biking. Um, like, which one? So the efforts are completely different in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, like, with mountain biking, you're just holding, like, a consistently hard pace the entire race with road racing. It's like these kind of peaks and troughs of like yeah hard, you're going really hard and then you're kind of just like soft pedaling. Mm-hmm. What kind of style do you think 
suits you better or what kind of style do you like a little bit better um and cross racing would fall into like that mountain bike yeah. style effort as well too. yeah maybe a little harder but uh i would say if you're gonna choose one and go with it well not not you no oh, like, okay in, in general which one do you like better? which which one okay um i almost want to say so i think i am a better crit racer yeah, but I almost enjoy mountain bike racing more, mm-hmm. and it's not just because of the race; it's also the atmosphere. Camrock had an insane amount of people there; it was crazy. Yeah, it's, they really put on like a party. They put on an, a, a legit event. They had like live music. They had food trucks. Fun. There was so many people. That was my first mountain bike race there was, to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. single time you went by the finish line, people are cheering and stuff. And then, um, and I mean, I had a really good race, so I enjoyed it a lot. But then you were happy afterwards. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you just had a good time. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's kinda, you did. It kind of yeah. doesn't matter how you do as long as you don't. You were smiling but, like every time you came yeah, by the feed but this station is, too. But that is also like my home course. Yeah. I know that course really well. You ride those trails all the time. The next course, I'm going into blind. Yeah. You know, so I and I'm not gonna be able to pre-ride because I won't be able to. Get you're there. racing the day before that, right? Uh, no, the next one's gonna be next weekend. Oh, okay. At, at Nordic. Ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha. And it's I'm not gonna be able to pre-ride it. Okay. So first lap, I'm going in there blind, and you know it's a new course. I'm not gonna know how to pace it, mm. so it, it could be different. That's that's the one downside to mount, downside to mountain biking is that you don't really get to know the course when you're going to a crit it's race. A little bit more prep to like get yeah. ready for it. When you go to a crit race, you know. Five minutes and you're like, okay, I got the course. Yeah, you get you see the lines and you figure yeah. it out. Yeah, and it's more yeah. about it's more about you just follow people. <laughs> yeah, in crit racing, it's more about understanding like the group mentality. Uh, you know, it's just kind of like a bummer sometimes when I think about it because like cross and mountain both have that like party kind of yeah. Vibe. I just yeah. don't I don't understand why crits can't have that. If anything, it makes so much more sense because it's on a closed circuit. You can literally watch the race the entire time. I feel mm-hmm. like Toad does. Toad, yeah, Toad does that, it well. And that's why people love events like... It's, it was so much fun. You can yeah. walk the whole course yeah. the whole time. You can see them at different spots. Yep, like Toad, and there's like a production behind it too. You know, like there's barriers. That's like what Wars is. It's a traveling production mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, for... if I don't know if any, any of our listeners have ever heard of uh, Tulsa Tough. But that's one of the, like, the only growing crit series in America is this three-day event in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's just a huge party. It's essentially a party with a bike race that's happening in the yeah. middle of it or in the, mm-hmm. uh, on the outside of it. You they know, get the college involved. They get the college involved. I guess it, when it comes down to it, you know, there's just a lot more thought, I think, that goes into like mountain bike races yeah. and cross races in terms of getting like stuff there that's cool for people that are just spectating. Mm-hmm when crits are put on i think a lot of times for clubs at least and not every club does this obviously it's just seen as like okay we gotta get the permits we gotta close the streets and then we have it's the race. so i because like, i've been I, part of the putting on like a road race and crit race it is the biggest headache i've just never been to a local like w for example like a wca race and not this is like this is nothing against like the local races but i've never been to one where there was like a game of bag toss or I mean like yeah. a band would be cool yeah. you know like if you make it kind of a festival and I get it like that's extra work who wants to do that but if you make you it like more a, people there though yeah you make it like a festival maybe you get like the people that are from the town to come out they'll watch the race they'll like hang people out. bring their families yeah like okay so Anna you've been to 
mountain bike races. This is my races. first one this year. This was your first one. Have you been to a cross race before? I have not. No. I want to though. Okay, mm-hmm. those will be, that'll be this fall. Um, but like, what like what is your opinion of like like the crits? Like, so you've been to the big ones like Toad. Yep, those that was fun. And that like, was my yeah. first experience she went of to Downer. a Downer. bike race. So like and the bar and the bar was set, and Downer is like of I went to Grafton, but Downer of all the races in Toad, Downer is I think probably. Like the biggest party, it well it is they it's had, for sure the biggest party, like the biggest. They had community. forty thousand people. There yeah, last it was year. huge. So like, and I remember racing that race as like a cat four, and it's so cool. Like you come by and people are like banging on the barriers and at like ten thirty in the yeah. morning. Yeah, at ten thirty in the morning, and people There's are a crowd. cheering. Yeah, people mm-hmm. are cheering, and it's like this is the cat four race. Like it, it just makes you like enjoy it so much more. I thought it was cool. For my first race, those were fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to the Whitewater one. Yep. I get nervous during races because watching Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, know everything that can go wrong, and then I'm like, hope he wins. So I just get really nervous, so crash? it's hard. Have you seen him crash before? Mm. No, I didn't mm-hmm. see him crash. You Grafton, saw him, like, he crashed. He crashed at Grafton, but she didn't see Was it, it a bad crash? No. Oh. It was No, but up. everyone was like... And the guy in front of me... So the guy... So two guys in front of me, um, he... Uh, Two guys in front of me, like, all of a sudden just cut over on the uphill and took out the guy in front of me. Yeah. And I basically slammed on my brake but didn't have anywhere to go and just kind of went over. And I was, I mean, it was, I was fine. You're fine. Yeah, just it was a like, pretty l- slow crash. It was a more of, like, we're all watching balance. for Ryan, and I'm like, did Ryan. anyone see Ryan this race? And they're like, no, I haven't seen him this lap. I'm like, that's the third lap, no one saw him. I'm like, and then Matthew, his brother, goes... Yeah, of, he's probably out of the race. I'm like, is he like down on the ground? <laughs> is he down on the ground? I'm like, race. what do you mean out of the race? So, <laughs> so Toad is always. I get and, nervous during his races. Yeah, I I love those big events, but in some ways, I feel like they're more dangerous than the average race, partially because it's varied skill levels in a larger field size. You know, mm-hmm. typically. So for like a Cat 4 race, those will sell out with like 75 guys. And I think the Cat 2-3 races come pretty close with like close to 100 sometimes. Yeah, I think it's 100. Wow. So, what I, what, so my opinion is, so those races are typically more dangerous. I think something to do with that is the fact that there is like a lot of money on the line yeah. for an amateur race. Especially mm-hmm. like a low category amateur yeah, race. Yeah, I was looking at those sta- like the um, daily prizes and yeah. stuff too. That was pretty crazy. I Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. It's cool. Like I don't, I personally don't think you'd really get that many more people that would come to the race. I think people just love the production value cool of it. cow jersey. Yeah, like, you know, like, that's what people, I don't think anybody, if anybody, well, okay, I should correct that, because it's, I've known, like, there's been a couple people that have come to the races, especially last year, there was, like, some international people that would come, Yeah, and they wouldn't have a racing license, so they would kind of race, like, a category down, and then just clean up with prize money. You know, they'd get the preems, they'd be off the front, they'd be snatching everything up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think when you start to, like, add a lot of money into amateur racing, it yeah. makes everything more dangerous. Yeah, just put it on the pro field. Just put it on the pro field. That's my opinion. Yeah. I would rather have... People love watching preems. Oh, they love it. I would ra- That was fun. Like, if you could double the amount of preems in the pro field, that'd be nuts. But then you bring, like, the top racers in, in yeah. the country. It yeah. also promotes crit racing in general because yeah. now guys who are doing road racing, making less money, they're like, why wouldn't I just crit race? That one I'm gonna lady make a last lot more year. Money. Oh, exactly. That was going for it. Uh, Corinne Rivera? I think so. Yeah. That was fun to watch. 
Yeah, she she was basically here just to pre- to get preems. To mm-hmm. get preems. Yeah. yeah, winner of Tour of Flanders. <laughs> that, <laughs> no, was no, 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 that was the year that tour, she, just fl- no, uh, uh, yeah, f- tour of Flanders uh, yeah, or tour just Flanders? Flanders, Flanders, Tour of Flanders. Yeah, yeah. Um, winner Tour of Flanders, which is like race. the most prestigious women's classic yeah. in the calendar, mm-hmm. the pro in the pro women's calendar. But yeah, she just came here and. Um, she basically just snatched up a bunch of money all week. That's that's why she was here. She was making like five to like a hundred thousand dollars a race. Yeah, yeah I'll try that next year. If that's my week. There you go. There you yeah. go. There and, you go. <laughs> see, I think it would be way cooler. You'd get a, a like a way stronger field for like the men's race and the women's race is you just took a lot of that amateur money and yeah. put it towards those respective fields. Mm-hmm. I would I would like to see that, but I know at the same time there's always and you could still have prize money just cut it in half. Yeah. I mean, I personally know a lot of the people that come to Toad, they don't do it for the prize money. They do it because it's an awesome, like, yeah, production awesome. of a race. Yeah. What other race do you get to go to where you there's barriers to loop off the course, there's, like, announcers, there's crowds. Like, that's what people actually go to those yeah, races for. Yeah, that's what for. people are there for. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, let's finish up our Toad talk. Rick, yeah. what races are you planning on doing? Races I'm planning on doing, I think I might only do two races or okay. two or three. So the first weekend, I'm probably going to be at Grafton. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to do the men's 2-3 race in Grafton. And then the next weekend, I'm going to be definitely be doing the men's 2-3 race at Downer Avenue Criterium and possibly Tosa the next day. Okay. But we will have to see. Yeah, I'm planning on doing Grafton and Downer as well. Okay. Uh, I am from the day after Grafton... I'm going to be traveling to Eau Claire for a mountain bike race. So you're busy. You got because, some racing coming up. Yeah, because, I mean, this year I'm really trying to focus on mountain, mm-hmm. and I need to get points to get a good overall, because I have goals of taking top 20. There you go. And I got points for 27th right now, and I feel if I go to a few of the smaller races, especially like during Toad, mm-hmm. I can get some good placements. Oh yeah, for sure. I so, agree. Yeah, so I... I'm going to do that. And then uh, the following week, I'm going to go to Downer. going to race Downer. And then I don't know if I'm going to race Tosa, but I'll definitely be there. I'll definitely be there um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or Friday, Saturday, the first weekend. And Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the second weekend. Mm-hmm. If not, just to hang out. Yep. Party it up at Downer and yeah. see you on Because here's another thing about Toad goes. is... Uh, the entry fees are very expensive. Oh, they are very high. <laughs> yeah, I learned not, that. Not to complain, you get what you pay for. You do. But, like... They're expensive. Unless uh, unless yes. you're competing against three, fours, and fives. Yeah. There you go. Then, Maybe then you don't get paying, what you pay for. <laughs> right. Then you're paying, you know, yeah. plus your daily license because you're just starting, so you don't that's go to true. enough. Yeah, that's true. She's got to pay for... Uh, so you're paying $65 yeah. when you're going against threes. And Anna, what? so what races, we might have mentioned it before, what races are you doing? What r- race races? So the next... Madison practice crit, which yep. is in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, after that, it'll be Downer. Downer. Be my next one. Okay, cool. So, like, let's say Downer goes super well, right? Maybe you maybe you get in, the, like, the top five. Maybe you win. <laughs> maybe you win Downer. I, maybe I win Downer. Maybe, and then Ryan can shut up about himself winning Downer. Yep. No, we no, have a new no. person. See, then it gets worse because we're the couple that won Downer. <laughs> No, okay, don't win down. You're not allowed to. But um, <laughs> would you do Tosa the next day? Like, if you're just feeling it, you're just like, all right, that was awesome. We're going to do it again. Who knows, maybe. Yeah, okay. Maybe. That's good. You know, okay. I had anything. fun last time. 
Mm-hmm. And fun. I was pretty much racing against all guys. So. See, this yeah. is the exact kind of attitude that we need people to bring to crit racing. That was or my... racing in general, because people get, like, discouraged. That was my next thing, because yeah. when you asked about advice before, and I just could only think of clipping in, because that's the only thing that I was worrying about in the beginning, Yeah, was to have fun with it. Because in the beginning, I would get I'm a little competitive with anything uh-huh. I do. A lot of it competitive. So I got very frustrated when I couldn't do things that Ryan could do, even though I realized that... There's not a lot, but... <laughs> <laughs> that he's been racing for a lot longer and riding for a lot longer. So I got very discouraged in the beginning when we'd go on rides, and I would just be like, just go in front of me, I'll catch up later. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll it's, meet you at the door. But, it's, but it's, it's small things that you don't think about. Like it's. But it's he like, would forget that, oh yeah, now I remember back then. Like, well, she couldn't she couldn't get out of the saddle because she didn't have the balance yeah. to do it. Now and, I can. And like yeah, with, with, now she can. Yeah, with cycling too, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that, especially like at an amateur level, pretty much anybody can get good at it. Yeah. Like as yeah. long as you put time in it, but that's the thing though. It takes so much time. Mm-hmm. Like you're just starting. Like this is your first year. I think yep. we were both riding bikes for a couple of years before yeah. we really Last raced. Last week I put on my first sixty mile week. Yeah, it trainer. takes. I think it takes time to figure out how to get fit. I it mm-hmm. takes. I think it takes a year, unless you've been like, like I came from kind of like a motorsports background. So mm-hmm. I think I've always just had like really good bike handling. Mm-hmm. It takes a year to really get used to like. Yeah. And we finally moved my handling. seat down again because yeah. I am very short. Yeah. So we <laughs> keep moving it down, and yeah. we move my handlebars down. So this week I felt more comfortable. Because yeah. she's got tiny fingers, and she couldn't. Yeah, hit I could when I got in the drops. I couldn't. Couldn't she couldn't she couldn't no I couldn't shift or break she's doing not good she's doing an Emily well, Batty where looks, she uses her middle finger looks, looks like, like the only thing that reaches looks like you'll be sprinting from the hoods <laughs> so we got we got him we got him dropped down a little bit now mm-hmm. again so Solid. so well, now I can reach with my middle fingers not all my fingers yeah, but yeah <laughs> we're getting just there. give everybody the middle finger as they're as you're riding by there. them mm-hmm. yep nice. sweet <laughs> takes a little adjusting but you know. Little patience. Little patience like on said, Ryan's it's, part. It's you know, it just takes time. Like you know, little adjustments here and there. Like with your bike fit, like training, like little things riding. like changing out my trainer tire. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We just got our trainer tire. She just got a hole through my tube because my other one wore yeah. through. See, I just wear a tire down to like raw whatever. That's what I did, and then I was on the trainer. I heard a noise, right, she and I stopped, and I was like. That's a funny noise, and I kept yeah. going, and Ryan was mountain biking that day, so I was alone here, and I'm like, okay, and then all of a sudden I look back, and I touch it, and I'm like, mm, well, that's flat. <laughs> yeah, and I got home, and I looked at the tire, and the thing was just, like, destroyed. <laughs> Damn, Anna, you're putting a ton of miles on that bike. I try. <laughs> all right. I think it's time to wrap it up, right? Yeah, that's good. That's what you're just going to say, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, it was a good podcast today. Good yeah, podcast. good chat. Anna, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, we're super excited about racing being here and our mm-hmm. favorite race is coming up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we look forward to talking more about Toad in the yep. next two we're weeks. We're going to do a few yeah. Toad specials. Two weeks Toad. That's kind of two our... Two weeks of Toad. Two weeks of Toad. Uh, we'll be doing like two, maybe three... Two or three podcasts, podcasts toad. about Toad. Maybe we'll do some more interviews mm-hmm. with... Uh, Maybe we get someone to interview. Yeah, we, we have uh, some connections of the crew that work with Toad. So yeah, yeah. Some, so we'll bring the uh, mic with us and see if we can get a uh, Some live pro. interviews, possibly. Yeah. Oh. That's right. And I also downloaded something on my phone. You know, I could just like... Oh, Walk perfect. next to him and yeah. record some audio. So, we yeah, we're bringing the, the real content to all you listeners out there. So be sure to like and subscribe us on Facebook. Well, like us on Facebook. 
You can follow us on Twitter. Bike Racing Weekly, by the way. Bike Racing Weekly. (laughs) Subscribe to us on iTunes. And Stitcher. And Stitcher. Uh, Leave us a comment. Uh, Shoot us an email. We'd love to take your questions. uh, And for those of you who don't know yet, Stitcher is for... Uh, Android users. Yeah, so we're not just about the iOS users. Not just about Apple. We think about the Android as well. Yeah, or those without, you know, uh, a smartphone. You can listen to Switch Stitcher from your computer. Yep, yep. Cool. Well, that's that's all of our socials. Like we said, follow us, like us, subscribe to us. And we're going to end on a quick social media uh, follow, social media shout out, social media like. My first, my, uh, well, my only one, uh, Daniel Oss. Did I say, no, I already... You used that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about him all day, too, and I just realized now that I had already said him. Anna, do you have a, a social media follow that you like to to follow? Actually, so, I got one. I got okay. one. Um, it's it's actually a podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah, a little controversial, but uh, controversial. Lance Armstrong's podcast, oh, he, had, he had the... Fo- it was called The Forward, but now he does The Move. move. The Move is he does recaps and commentary on races. So he did he just got done doing the Giro. Okay. And he did the Tour of California as well. And he'll be doing the a daily podcast of the Tour de France coming up soon. And those are really good because they're super inside. Like he really knows what they're thinking what they're trying to do, what's going on in the background here, and that's what they focus on. Yeah, and kind of regardless whether you like Lance Armstrong or not, obviously he's controversial for obvious reasons, but it's hard to deny that he has like a very interesting perspective as being somebody that yeah. essentially smashed and dominated the sport for seven years. And yeah, I mean, of course there was uh, performance-enhancing substances that were involved, but you know it, you can't negate the fact that he has kind of a, a lot of knowledge on bike racing mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool uh anna do you did i ask you did you did you have anybody i follow emily batty on instagram there we there go there you go emily batty follow her on instagram she's got some pretty cool uh ryan posts. followed about a 10 bikers on my instagram and we oh. <laughs> so i had to weed through them but wow, you ryan, know you're doing all you know the i stick with the good her. ones <laughs> um i'm gonna say this is kind of a random one. I really there's somebody that's kind of cool to follow is a guy out of uh, Southern California, Sharon Smith, who is a well-known crit racer in the area, and he's super fast, and he's got a really cool social media feed. He uh, races for this team out in the West Coast called I think it's Methods to Winning, like with Rasan Bahadi and a couple of the other uh, like superstar crit racers. So he's a pretty interesting follow, and uh, I think. Anybody that's into inspirational talks as well would uh, really get into it. He has some cool stuff. I'm going to go follow him. Yeah, there you go, Ryan. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, everybody.